Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. Because uh, we have traded every player that we are aware of on the Thunder, except for Shea and Baisley and probably Steven Adams. Maybe, maybe it happens Dort. during the pod. And Dort. Uh, we don't even have an intro. Don't have an intro to the pod. So uh, we'll be... Uh, figuring out how to shape that over the course of the next several weeks because training camp starts in 13 days. But I'm joined by Alex Spears and Jay Smith. Guys, we got our guys. It's the NBA draft. We got our guy, Alexei Pokushevsky, at 17. Uh, they made a trade with the Minnesota Timberwolves. They traded the 25th pick and the 28th pick and Ricky Rubio for what we assume is James Johnson and Pokushevsky. So they got their guy there. We waited around. Pick 34, which they got in a trade earlier today. We already did a podcast about it. Jay and I did. Uh, they got the 34th pick in that trade. And I thought, oh, that's cool. That's interesting. I didn't know who'd be available. But then we got our other guy in Theo Maladon, who McKelly and I did. I mean, we did a last minute Thunder After Dark for Maladon because, because we felt like we made such a big mistake. And so we've got both those guys. They also drafted, help me, Jay. What's his name? Vit. Oh, gosh. I just blanked on it. It was, it's no. something. Crutchy. Crutchy. Vit. We'll say Crutchy. Uh, six, seven forward. If this is maybe the first things that, that we all know, we're learning together about this guy. He's from the Czech Republic, six, seven, 185 pounds. Just he, tore his ACL. Just, he's 20 years old. Torres ACL. Um, never heard of a great him. way to start. He's not in San Vicini's top 100. Never heard of the guy, but somehow made it to the 37th pick. They traded the 53rd pick to, to get him. It's just all kind of weird to me, but who cares? They got Poku guys, Alex, what, what are your initial thoughts on, uh, on the draft tonight? It's, it's funny because we always, it feels like the Thunder are either one extreme or the other. They either pull off the Baisley, which is the guy we've never heard of before, that you and McKelly never talked about on any podcast, or it's the super obvious guy that all the rumors beforehand suggested they were promising him. Turns out that was correct, and they moved up to get him. So you can't be that surprised, in, in which case you got to be happy because we got to trust Sam Presti, at least for right now, until Poku turns out to be bad. And so uh, you got to feel pretty good that they went up and got their guy. <laughs> they got their guy, Jamon. Thoughts? Yeah, it's. I, I think the Sam Presti has historically been the guy where nobody know, really knows what's going on, but this was pretty much known for a month that this is where Sam was going to go. And so at that point, it was just how do you collect the assets to get to where you needed to go? And apparently, I mean, as, as majority of people were saying on – uh, Twitter and and kind of affirmed here is he wanted to get ahead of Dallas because apparently Dallas was also looking to take Pokashevsky and so I think the the upside is absolutely worth it I think it's a no brainer if you've got a plan that's a four year kind of rebuild yeah. and if you hit on this then by that point um, he is filled out a little bit physically because he is the youngest player in this draft um, he already has a lot of the tools like we've we've talked about a little bit is he has a lot of tools uh, and obviously the the size uh, uh, as far as his height and his 
his length as far as what am I thinking of the it's late where your arms are extended, whatever that is. Wingspan. Uh, there we go. Wingspan. And so arm extension, the arm extension length. Uh, so I think there's a, there's a lot of things to be excited about uh, him. And, and if you look at a lot of the guys that know and do this really uh, well is all of them just talked about how this guy's upside puts him in a place that a lot of these other guys may not be able to achieve, honestly, which is, it's encouraging. And, and this is the exact kind of pick you want to take in this draft. Um, yeah. And so that's why, I don't know. I mean, I'm, it doesn't fire me up, but it doesn't make me like, Oh man, we really missed out on insert whoever Isaiah Stewart or whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, on Sam Vecini's big board, he's 15th and on the ringer draft guide, he's 13th. So, I mean, they got him at 17. So, I, I mean, that's I think it's good value based on what those guys think about him. Uh, also, back to Vit, I guess in that trade, they got a 2024 second-round pick. So they add another pick in the future um, to trade up. That's cool. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I, think, I think with this draft what everyone was saying is like, yeah, it's not a great draft, especially at the top, yeah. but there's a ton of really good role players. And I think that played into the Thunder's hands because they're not necessarily looking for role players. No. So they can afford to take the swings that maybe the other teams just don't want to take one because they, they don't want to take that big swing, but also because they need some of these good role players. Totally agree. I mean, the Thunder aren't looking for role players. They don't need role players yet. They've already, and they already, frankly, they've already got two young role players on their team in Baisley and Dort that are just, they're just kind of already there. And you're like, okay, we would like to develop them and see if they could be more than that. Great. Cool. You bring in guys like Pokushevsky and Maladon to see if they can, I mean, both those guys have starter potential in the league. Uh, Maladon's a lot closer because he's, he's like played with, real basketball players in a really good league uh, and has shown uh, that he belongs. And so I really like that. I think that, honestly, I I would be a little surprised and a little upset if both those guys weren't on the roster in training camp in 13 days and playing with the team uh, because they did deal Ricky Rubio, so they do have another guard spot open. And I think I just love the fit of him next to Shea because he has he's got good size. He can shoot the ball uh, and has played in a structured environment before. Uh, and I'm excited to see what they can do. And, and I mean, if you're the Thunder as well, I think you have motivation with both those guys to get them over here and to develop them <clears throat> here, not with the blue. So I've, I've even seen people throwing around like, oh, you may see Pokushevsky with the blue. no. No, you bring him, let him play with the big guys, right? I mean, there's what incentive do you have to play either of them with the blue? I mean, you can you can send Vit over to the blue, but you're not sending those two over to the blue, right? Am I way off base? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. no I think I mean, you're I, off base with Vit. I'm yeah, watching highlights sure. right now, and <laughs> this man, he needs to play with the big boys. Uh, he has not missed a shot yet. I'm sorry, Alex. What were you going to say? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Stetson Banks said that there's a 62-minute long video of it. 
Yeah, this one I'm watching, it starts with a guy who's talking about him. And then the first thing he talks about is, uh, I hope he has a speedy recovery. <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly what you want to hear. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, you have to give the Thunder a lot of credit uh, for the trades that they made today and for getting the guys that they got in the draft. I mean, to me, those are, they're to me, they're both, Pokushevsky is probably a more of a high upside guy than Maladon is. Uh, but Maladon's got a chance to be like a really nice, solid player in the league. Uh, just you're a bigger guard. I mean, he's 6'4", 6'5". He's got a 6'8 wingspan. Uh, he's only 19 years old. Uh, and it's funny, I think that Eric Horn tweeted this, that he he's plays for Tony Park. He's played for Tony Parker's team over in, over in France. Uh, and it's just funny, the connection that Sam has with Tony Parker. You know, he was the mm-hmm. guy that was instrumental in drafting Tony Parker to the Spurs. And so it's kind of like a strange full circle moment for, for Sam and Tony Parker for, I'm sure that they worked together, you know, and he probably got a ton of information on Maladon. So I think that's just kind of a funny, a funny, a funny little, little anecdote. It's funny. Little ditty. How old was Presty when Tony Parker was drafted? Like 24. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, in his, yeah. In his early twenties when he was that's with the crazy. Spurs. <laughs> yeah. It is wild. I mean, he's been in the he's been in the NBA for a long time, and he's still a, a young executive. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, I I really like what the Thunder were able to do tonight in in selecting both of those guys. Now, Sam will talk to the media tonight, and I was I thought about holding on and getting on that press conference and then doing the podcast. So if you're listening to this, that hasn't happened yet. But these trades aren't done. The Schroeder trade isn't officially done, so you can't. He won't be able to talk about any of these guys really. Now that I don't know if the Wizards trade will be done tonight, so he may not be able to talk about any of the guys. <clears throat> excuse me, that the Thunder have acquired tonight. Which makes any sense. of them? I mean, if they can't complete the trade, if they if like the Wizards trade isn't official then they, he can't talk about it. That's one of those dumb NBA rules that everybody... What, would he, what, what could he possibly talk about? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he'll talk about something, Alex, and Chris, he'll talk about You can talk about while. the Chris Paul trade. I mean, that's the only one he can talk about because that's done. But he, but there's nothing... Yeah. There's <laughs> He can't talk about any of the draft picks because I would love to ask about Bit, you know? I would love to know, like... <laughs> Why? Like, Maybe where did that's he come why he, from? he did this. He was like, good. No one can ask me about this. Are you possibly the only person? I mean, I I would gander that there are teams that don't know who he is. I mean, all the highlight vids, he's in a gym that is virtually empty. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like in a, it doesn't look like he was in like one of the top leagues at all. Yeah. It's very, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a wild, it's another, and that's, it fits the profile of like everything that we've talked about on our stream is that the, the thunder type is, is no longer really just like guys that are athletic that can't shoot, that can defend. Because I think they were looking for those guys to pair with Russ and Kevin Mm. to see if they could make these guys into three and D wings. The type now is 
who has the highest upside? Who can we bring to the table that could possibly be much better than anybody thinks they are? And that's what happened tonight. And it happened to mm. be three guys that are from Europe. Uh, but that's that's who it is. And, and you know, uh, the Spurs did similar stuff, right? They were out finding guys that people didn't know about. I mean, they drafted Modern Ginobili way late in the draft. And I'm not trying to insinuate that like Maladon or even Pokushevsky or Vit are going to be as good as a guy like Ginobili, but all those guys are mysteries. I mean, most of them. I mean, Maladon, not as much. But still, like you draft young players that have a lot of intrigue and there's a lot of mystery to all of them. We just don't really know what any of them could possibly be. We know what their skill sets are, like the baseline skill set is, but what they can be um, is left to the imagination and really left to to our new guy, Mark Dignall. Well, according to Eurospecs.com, what Vit Kretschke could be, Vit Kretschke could be, is the next generation's Thomas Sadoransky. So, I mean, that would, right. I mean, if you got, I mean, that would be kind of cool. Thomas Sadoransky, cool. he's a good pro, like a really good pro. I mean, maybe not really good. He's a good pro. <laughs> It's like, damn, how far are you about to stretch this Sadoransky thing? <laughs> I, like, I like him. I think he's, he's a nice player. Uh, any more Poku thoughts, Alex? Uh, well, yeah, because one question that I hadn't even thought of until one of our listeners, Ender Wigan, brought it up. Is Poku coming over? Do we have Has that ever been talked about? Is there any kind of buyout? Do you know if there's any issues there? I don't believe there's any issues there. And... My belief is that he will be here. Yes. I mean, I number one, the, the league that he's in now, you, you don't want to leave him there. It's <laughs> like number one. Mm-hmm. Two, the Thunder want... The Thunder have a runway for him that's ready to go. It's not like they were bringing him in to like a championship level team where you... It's like, okay, we don't really have a spot for you. Um... So I would, yes, he's, he's going to, he will most, I don't, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent because I haven't heard this from the right people, but I've heard, I, I, I believe he's coming. Yes. I don't think there's, what about, what about Maladon? I believe Maladon. Do we know of it? I believe he will, he will come over as well. Yeah. Cause we kind of need some guys on our roster. Yeah, I believe both of them will come. I don't know that Vit will come over because I don't know anything about him. I just learned that he. I just learned his name tonight. Um, but I, I, be, I believe that those other two will be in Thunder uniforms. They will be in the Grover uniforms at some point this season. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, make our predictions. Who is the starting five on opening night? Oh boy. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We think we know SGA, we know Dort, we know Bayes, we know Adams. I don't know that we know Adams. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. As far as him being moved or if he would start over Horford? As far mm-hmm. as him being moved. He and Horford. Okay, just making sure. He and Horford. Does this have to do with farmer emojis? It has to do with lots of farmer emojis. Um, I... I mean, Shay, Dort, Bays, Oob, Oobs, the Oobs, <laughs> the Oobs, K Oobs, uh, and probably, and probably Steven if he's still here. And so then my next question is, Andrew, you just heard those names. Are they too good to tank? <laughs> I... I just, I can't believe that they're going to go into even training camp with both Adams and Horford. Um, so, may I mean, yes, perhaps they are too good to tank. Uh, and I would, I mean, if you can get Horford and Adams, if you can find landing spots for both, then you're certainly not, Right. Jay, yeah, I, I think anybody's movable. Um, I, I think that this team will be in flux outside of like Shea. I mean, I think the guys that we would think of um, for the whole season. So I think the question is, is, is what is? I don't know, man. I keep think. I just saw something again about Clay Thompson. And I just keep going back to this fact of like they could fit Uber into a trade exception. Yeah, and give some sort of future first, either from them or, I mean, you probably couldn't get that Minnesota one from next year, mm-hmm. um, just because that has such a high value. Although I think Minnesota has improved dramatically uh, over the the last season and into this year with the additions of Russell and, and Rubio. But I don't know, man. I, I just keep going back to that. The, I don't know. This roster is going to be in flux. I think you move Adams if you can get something. I just don't think you can get anything with Adams. Am I crazy about that? I don't know. I don't. I, because he's expiring, it's not quite as hard a pill to swallow for somebody. But yeah, I just man, I th- if you have to if you have to attach an asset to get rid of a player, uh, the Thunder aren't going to do it because that was right no, no. out. Yeah, no, they won't do that. But I, I wonder if they'll be able to. I mean, if you straight, I don't know if they would straight salary dump him. Maybe if it was the right situation for him. They would. Uh, yeah. Or if you got somebody back that's you could take a flyer on, even like the level like they 
they got Mitchich in this trade today, who I don't know if he's going to come over or not. I don't know if he'll ever come over. I mean, he's one of those guys that may never come over. Uh, yeah. Super skilled, six foot five guard, not a great athlete, but like super duper skilled. I don't know if he'll come over or not. I have no idea. Um, Unless the Thunder are really desperate for players like bodies on a roster. Yeah, I mean, the thing about him is that he was a guy that the Sixers had, and he would likely have not really played a whole lot for them. But if he comes over mm. here, it's like, we've got minutes. And, and maybe, I mean, do they have, if they right. bring over Maladon, and you have Dort, and you have Shea, and there's not a, there's, I mean, there's backup minutes there. Not a ton, but you have backup minutes there. Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome will get some minutes. Yeah, Ty, for, for, forget about Ty Jerome because I don't know who's on the Thunder today. It's just... A, <laughs> Let me go through. So I just went on the Thunder's roster. So Steven will be there probably. Basley, Burton's gone. Burton's gone. Diallo, I think they'll pick Hami's up. He doesn't have an option. Yeah, Hami will stay. Dort. Ferguson's gone. Gallo's gone. gone. Yeah, Gallo's gone. Shea's there, obviously. Devin Hall. Um, I don't know. Kevin Her- Kevin Herbie. Not. Kevin Herbie's gone. He's already signed overseas. Oh, really? And then yeah. you've got Ty Jerome, Jalen Lecky. 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 Yeah. Uh, Mini baby Westbrook. And then you have Moose. You've got Moose. Moose going to come in and be your possibly, you know. Yeah. And then you got Noel's gone. Noel's I'm gone. assuming. Yep. Then you have Kelly Oubre. Dre's gone. Dre's <laughs> I mean, gone. literally half the people on this roster are gone. You do have Isaiah Roby. And then Rubio and Schroeder are both gone. We're going to spend half the season just just teaching our, our, our listeners and ourselves who these guys are. <laughs> you know? And we'll just be... It's going to be a it's going to be a strange season in a lot of ways. Yeah, and it's a perfect season to be strange. It is. And may I suggest uh if you'd like to get to know Alec uh, uh Pokachevsky a little better, there's a video on YouTube that has hashtag New York Knicks in the tags that <laughs> says he's Jokic meets Durant. Wow. Yeah. So just That's watch, pretty find good. that video. Yeah. Pretty good. New York Knicks were open. To draft Is that a guarantee? I like the sound of that. I'll take that. Jokic yeah. And he's playing in gyms that are like, have two basketball courts right next to them. I'm telling you. Man. With like a net between them. So I'm telling you, man, that's, this is, this is, they've got to get him over here. I mean, if yeah. I'm, if I'm Sam, I'm hopping on a plane after this press conference and I'm getting over to pick up Poku and get him out of there. I mean, for real. I mean, like, I'm not joking. They need to go get him th- You know, this week. They need to go get him. Yeah, I've played in church gyms better than some of these gyms. His highlight videos are and in. That might be for real. Yeah. No, I'm serious. I'm not yeah. making a joke. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a bad joke if it was one. Um, I don't okay. make jokes. Uh Anything else you guys have to say after being on this stream for two hours and 33 minutes? <laughs> I mean, I got to say, I was very disappointed in the fact that there, I wouldn't say it went chalk because there were some surprising guys, you know, Patrick Williams jumping up to number four, Yeah, but there weren't any trades 
in the lottery, I don't think, at least on draft night. And uh, I don't know, going into this draft, you just figured with so much up in the air, seemed mm-hmm. to be such a flat draft, like maybe the guy you get at four is the same as the guy you get at 14. We would see some type of trade, but it just never materialized. And as a result, it was just it's hard to have an opinion in a draft like this because oh yeah no one's really thrilled about any of the guys taken mm-hmm. so the the only, the only teams that are getting like a lot of praise are teams like the kings just because they took the guy Halliburton who fell based on mocks right but that's really the only reason yeah that's true it's just it's just a weird draft it is it's a very weird draft and i think it was yeah it's if you're a Timberwolves fan, you're not sitting around going, oh my gosh, this is it. No. Anthony Edwards was the piece we've been <laughs> waiting for. It's very much wait and see. I mean, that's I mean, that's with all these guys. We're talking about it with Pokashevsky, but like, I mean, it's it's that way with all these guys, right? Can Devin Vassell shoot the basketball normally? I don't know. Let's we have to find out. How much better does it feel to have a huge question mark at number 17, though, versus Top ten, two, three. Oh my gosh! Whoa. This is this. I mean, this is not the draft you want to be picking in the top three because it, it, I think all those teams would have traded out. But the problem is, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that this would have happened or that it did happen at all. I have no idea. But I mean, if the Thunder called the Hornets or the Warriors and they were like, "Hey, we'll give you Kelly Oubre, Hal Horford." 25, 28, and two future first-round picks. Yeah, like the Miami pick and then something else. I don't... Is that enough to get there? That number two? Like, you're probably like, yeah, I don't... No thanks. For the number two pick? Like, yeah, that's that's the best that we'll do. <laughs> yeah, it's, at some point for those teams, they have to figure somebody in this top five is going to have a ton of value mm-hmm. as an asset in about six months. I'd rather take the risk that we choose the right guy. And yeah. even if we don't necessarily love him right now, we could potentially trade him in a year or two rather than just taking like a random collection from a team like the Thunder. Yeah. Someone, yes, there will be two or three all-stars from this draft. That will happen. Who it will be? I mean, I don't know. Like, who are you betting on today? That in uh, the next six years, who's going to be an all-star from this draft? Well, I have a comment from a YouTube video here, and maybe it'll provide you a clue. You tell me who this comment is about. Serbs are an incredible nation. So small, but perfectionist in everything. From Nikola Tesla to Nikola Jokic. Wow. Wow. If I was going to bet on who I think makes an all-star, I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like I would probably guess LaMelo just because he he landed in a situation where he's probably going to get a ton of usage up front. Mm-hmm. And that, that's going to really help him in his early career. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, like that's that's the only guy I would even feel comfortable guessing. I know, <laughs> I know. Denny, like he's in the East and he's going to get a lot of playing time. That's basically my argument. <laughs> yeah, Denny shot fifty two percent from the free throw line. Like I, I know, just, man, I know, but he Whoa. has 
he has so many physical tools, man. His he just already has an NBA body. Like he does watching him play his aggression. Like I like a lot of the way he brings it. So and it's just a I mean it's a crapshoot. I love my favorite player in the draft is Onyeka Okongwu. Like yeah. But which only grew even more as I watched his interview with his family after okay. he was drafted. But yeah, it's just one of those things where with him, like I still wouldn't feel confident saying that this guy has a chance to be an all star. I know. And he's and he's in the exact situation as long as they can get Capella out of there, mm-hmm. um, where he can be successful. Because <laughs> McKellie just kept pressing me for like the last week in in texts, like, how does he become an all star? Like, how does he get there? I said, like, well, how he gets there is he's got to be with a great point guard. He's got to be with somebody that can pass it to him, that can really get him open, that is a special passer. And I even text him like, I wish that. Atlanta didn't have Capella. And he was like, oh. Well, he's like, well, you can trade Capella. And so, I mean, it's the perfect situation for him. It really yeah, is. I, I do think, looking at Weissman, I think Weissman is a fantastic body. And the idea of him is could be really, really, really good, honestly. Um, and the situation being with the Warriors, like I think that's somebody I could definitely see reaching a potential that wasn't really even expected for a guy like him. So, yeah, <sighs> exceptional body. Is that what you're laughing about? No, <laughs> uh, no, no. Someone mentioned in the chat that I've been holding my mic for a while, and I realized <laughs> I've been like holding this mic for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really funny that someone noticed that and said something about it. So that's why we're just doing this. <laughs> okay, I got you. Uh, that sounds like a great place to end the pod. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Make sure you follow Woo! our podcast at Down to Dunk. Uh, go to theathletic.com. Slash down to dunk to subscribe to the athletic. You can get it for one dollar a week. You should do that. Thanks so much for all of you guys that followed along on our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Just search down to dunk, hit subscribe, like, and subscribe. All the videos, please. Hope you guys have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you guys again Friday. Cheers, boys. Welcome.